This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is your call to action. Get prepared, America. Economy, survival, energy, disasters. This is USAprepares.com. Informative radio, educational radio. Interact now by emailing instructor at USAprepares.com or text at 434-390-7953. Class, please take your seats. Now, your instructor, Vincent Finelli. <laughs> Everyone all set, cocked, locked. Hour number two of USA Prepares. Kathy's with us in Ohio. I wanted to read something to you, class. I, I wanted to read this um, earlier this week, but I didn't have it in front of me. Uh, this is from Wikipedia. Uh, this is what Wikipedia says about something called the Capital Power Plant. C-A-P-I-T-O-L. Power Plant. Quote, the Capital Power Plant is a fossil fuel burning power plant which provides steam and chilled water for the United States Capitol, the Supreme Court, the Library of Congress, and 19 other buildings in the Capitol complex. It's located at 25 East, uh, South, 25 East Street, Southeast, in Southeast Washington, D.C., and the Capitol power plant was the only coal burning power plant in the district of columbia and now it uses mostly natural gas the plant has been serving the capital since 1910 and is under the administration of the architect of the capital according to the u.s department of energy the facility released 118,851 tons of carbon dioxide in 2007. In 2009, it switched to using natural gas unless coal is needed for backup capacity. And it goes on. Um, That was a quote. So the point of this is the Capitol Power Plant. I'm not sure if this provides heat for the uh, White House or not. I don't know. But this is underground steam through pipes to heat federal buildings and it's powered by natural gas fossil fuel the same natural gas that the same administration doesn't want you to use in your kitchen at your stove i just want to mention that so how do i react to that well i've got propane here and i'm going to continue using it as long as i can because it's, it's the best fuel I can think of for stovetop cooking. I can't think of a better fuel. I really don't like the idea of being dependent on the power grid to run a stove. I really don't like the idea of induction magnetic cooking. Because I don't know how harmful those electromagnetic waves are that emanate from a induction stove. I don't know. And I really don't want to take a chance. So those are a couple of thoughts. Kathy, any, do you know anybody who has one of those induction cooktops? No, I don't, Vince. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't believe either. so. Yeah. I don't either. 
I know what you're talking about, but I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Kathy, I've been an intern in um, hydro-ceramic um, technology. And I've been learning how it works, and I've been doing this for years. And I, I guess I'm going to be an intern for you know the rest of my life. I don't think I'm going to fully master it. But what I'm talking about is hydros, being a hydro-ceramic technician. And that is a, a guy who washes dishes. And I've been thinking, what is the best time to wash dishes and pots and pans? And I know what it is. I figured that part out. The best time to wash pots and pans and dishes is right after you use them. Not tomorrow, not let them stack up in the sink, but immediately, as close to um, immediate as possible. That way the, the food comes off easily. Do you agree with that? You know, I do, Vince. I typically will especially rinse them. Like, say I'm making a pot of oatmeal. If, if you've ever let oatmeal dry on your pan, you're going to have to soak it. But if it's still warm and you just take it and you rinse it out and use a brush or something to, to get it all out, um, that makes a huge difference. Um, and, Vince, the other thing talking about washing dishes is, you know, they make those those cloth mats that you can put your dishes on. And and that works fine. You know, especially for me if I've got something real heavy. But I have a, a rack that sits up off the counter. And if you were to put, like, let's say you're going to wash a bowl and you put it flat on that cloth mat, it would still be wet if you came back there an hour later or in the morning. But, you know, I rinse in not super hot water, but hot enough water um, I want to, you know, be as sanitary as I can. And if I do plates or bowls and I put them in the rack, typically by the time I'm done washing dishes, they're almost dry. So I prefer one of those racks with, like, the drainage um, mm-hmm. tray underneath it. Mm-hmm. But I do use the mats, like, if I've got, like, a big, heavy ceramic bowl or something that I don't want it to slip or I feel like it's going to be too heavy or I can't fit on my, my rack. But that's just a, a side note. And Vince, I have a question so I don't forget. You know, you gave the, the bread machine recipe. Um, do you still add potato flakes? Because I don't well, I've know got, if you've got that. several recipes. Several recipes. Okay. Yes, I, yes, I do. And I've tried okay. it with potato flakes and without potato flakes, with powdered milk, without powdered milk, increasing the yeast, decreasing the yeast, increasing the water, decreasing the water. Um, Increasing the sugar, decreasing the sugar. And the, the best recipe for plain white bread is bread flour, three heaping cups. Three tablespoons of sugar. Three tablespoons of vegetable oil or olive oil or corn oil or avocado oil. Um, one teaspoon of yeast, three quarters of a teaspoon of salt, and like one and an eighth cups of, to one and a quarter, one and an eighth to one and a quarter cups of warm water. And okay. Um, okay. and when I use the warm water, I don't get it from the tap. I heat the warm water 
separately because you don't want to use warm water from a hot water heater class because of the magnesium or the typically their aluminum anodes in the hot water heater and you will be drinking or eating aluminum with the hot water so hot water is for bathing maybe and hot water is for washing dishes but it's not for making tea or coffee or uh, for cooking so if you're going to make a pot of spaghetti start with cold water and I always let the faucet run for about two seconds to flush out the faucet spigot or the spout so that any hot water that was in there that might have cooled off I flush that out because I don't want anything from the hot water heater going into any food that I make. Now, we have an all stainless steel hot water heater, and there is no aluminum or magnesium or aluminum magnesium alloy anode in it. The stainless steel hot water heaters don't need those. So that's why I bought the stainless steel hot water heater. It's an 80-gallon hot water heater. It's it about $1,000 when I bought it, and uh, but it's great. I really like it. Made by Westinghouse. I bought it at Menards. They had an 11% off sale. So um, if you want one of those, you're going to have to special order it. But it's a great hot water heater because it doesn't have a steel tank. And it should last a lifetime. It's guaranteed for life, but I don't know if the company will be around long enough to you know, claim a warranty should it fail. But I only use it as a, uh, a storage tank. I don't use the electric element that it has for heating hot water. I use the outdoor wood furnace with a heat exchanger to heat the hot water. But it works great. So my thoughts on on uh, making bread is don't use hot water from the hot water heater. You know, I agree, Vince. I keep, I have a, like a tea kettle on my stove, and I just, you know, warm it up. It takes a couple minutes, and I warm it up. Um, if you turn it on low, you know, you don't want your warm water to be really hot for your bread machine. I, I guess, I, I know there's probably a exact temperature, but I sort of feel it with my finger. If it's like lukewarm or a little warmer, fine. If it's hot, then I dilute it a little bit and make sure it's not too hot because that will kill your yeast. So, But I do the same, Vince. Yeah, it, it will kill the yeast. So what I do is I want it to be, you know, maybe a little bit warmer than my skin, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I pour the water that's warmer than that in with the flour because the flour is kind of cool. It's room temperature, let's say 68, 70 degrees. So I want to bring the temperature of the flour up. So I use water that's a little warmer than I would normally want to mix with the yeast. I have the warm water heat the flour in the bread machine as the bread machine starts up and starts mixing the flour with the water and the oil and the salt. And then once, a couple minutes later, after the water has warmed up the flour to, let's say, 100 degrees, then I add the yeast because I don't want to kill the yeast. Exactly what you're saying. And it works great. Class, I really suggest you consider a bread machine. And uh, going forward, you know, you're going to be probably grinding your own flour. So you might want to look into a you know, grain mill. And, but it's hard work. I mean, it, uh, you'll be tired by the time you make a loaf of bread just by grinding the, the flour. And that, that's why they use electric motors on some of those uh, flour mills. That, that's why they use water wheels. And you ever see those water wheels that, that uh, are at a mill? I mean, they're huge, maybe 15 feet tall. 
because it takes that much energy to grind flour. It's an enormous amount of work and energy to, to grind flour, you know, uh, wheat into flour. Um, Kathy, here's something that's kind of interesting. Domino's Pizza. Domino's, you know, the, the chain. Uh, this, is, this is something that I know about by someone who's close to us who bought a Domino's Pizza. Ordered it online. Okay? And they have um, a special, two toppings. Two toppings special. But what Domino's has done, and I don't know if this is everywhere or just in the Springfield, Missouri area. I don't know how far this spreads. But Domino's is saying that cheese is one of those two toppings. So. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I don't know how you can make a pizza without cheese. Pizza has three main ingredients. You know, the, the dough. And then it has the pizza sauce, which would be like a tomato sauce. And then it has cheese. Now, it might have some spices, like, you know, a little bit of oregano. It might, might have, you know, in, in the sauce. But three main ingredients. But Domino's says that, online, that if you get, a pep, if you get pepperoni added, for example, to your pizza, that would be a two-topping pizza. Not because they put twice as much pepperoni on it. Because cheese is the first topping, pepperoni would be the second topping. Can you imagine that? So there's another company that I believe, and I'm allowed to have these beliefs, is ripping people off by calling that a two-topping pizza, just adding pepperoni. That'd be one topping. It's always been one topping. And if you looked at a menu of 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, and you looked at pizza, they'd have a plain pizza, and then they would have an extra charge for one topping, a larger charge for two toppings, etc. But Domino's thinks the cheese is a topping. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain. Until one day, the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day, Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp-made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? 
The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission, and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA, insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Pencils, paper, notebooks, iPads. Class is now in session. USAPrepares.com. Educational radio. Set your memory to high power. Your USAPrepares.com instructor, Vincent Finelli, at the controls. So, class, you can do this. I mean, if you have the curiosity and a little bit of time, you can do what I did. I wanted to know... um, how the White House was heated, and I couldn't figure it out. I could not find out. I think it must be a, a national security issue. So, you know, you're going to have a real tough time finding out exactly what the heating system of the White House is. But you can type in a search on uh, what the White House kitchen looks like. Because I wanted to know. I wanted to know if their kitchen looked like our kitchen, or your kitchen, or most people's kitchens, you know, with gas stoves. Guess what? The White House has a commercial pizza oven. It's powered by natural gas. And, and you can look it up. You can look up images of the White House kitchen, and you'll see it. They've got a commercial pizza oven, which is great. You know, I'm sure the president and, and uh, those who are being cooked for at the White House kitchen uh, you know, like pizza, so they can make a commercial pizza right there. And they also have a commercial stove. And it's natural gas. Can you imagine that? I guess they're going to have to take those out. You have to replace them with, I don't know, heat pump stoves or something like that. Of course, I'm being facetious, but literally, look it up. And uh, don't believe me, but look it up and see if you see a gas stove. And then, and then the vice president was, you know, in the media for for uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and in the kitchen. There's some images of her. And uh, that kitchen has a gas stove. No kidding. No kidding. A nice one. Nice gas stove. So does it make sense to rip out a perfectly good gas stove because the administration says uh, you shouldn't have a gas stove? They've been used for years. There's no way. There's no way that the power grid 
can support the switch from gas stoves to electric stoves. It can't be done. There's not enough capacity. And then there's also not enough capacity separately from that is to, to power electric vehicles and trucks. Can't be done. So, and then where does the electricity come from? Well, a lot of it comes from natural gas. So you, you burn a flame with natural gas, you create steam, you turn turbines, you generate electricity. So we're using fossil fuels to generate electricity to power vehicles. Does that make sense? Or why don't we just use the fossil fuel right in the vehicle in the first place? Now, what would make sense is to have uh, propane-powered vehicles because they run really clean. And they've had them for years. Back in the 70s, um, I was behind the counter selling auto parts, you know, high school, high school days. And uh, for me, after school, high school. Um, and uh, there was a cab company on the East Coast. And this guy came in. He said he was going to convert all of his yellow cabs to propane. And he did. Then he came back, you know, uh, to buy, you know, parts and things for his cabs. And he said he doesn't have to change the oil anywhere near as often. Like once a year. In the 70s. For a taxi cab, once a year. He said the oil comes out perfectly clean. And the exhaust systems don't wear out. Exhaust systems used to last two years. They'd rust out before they made him out of stainless steel. He said he didn't have to replace the exhaust systems. He said he pulled the head off one of his checker cabs, and the head was absolutely pristine, no carbon in it. Spark plugs lasted longer. Everything lasted longer. Worked great. Started right up. No exhaust smell. Of course, he did not need a catalytic converter. They didn't have them back then, but he'd need one. If, if they did have them, he wouldn't have needed one because they're cleaner. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if the government said, hey, let's switch to propane or natural or compressed natural gas for vehicles instead of saying, we're going to break the grid with charging stations for electric vehicles. Kathy, what did you want to talk about? Um, Vince, I know we wanted to talk about the batteries, and I did want to say something first, if it's okay. Um, I bought one, it's called a mason jar opener, and it, what it does is it takes the lids off of your mason jars without denting them or um, crimp, like on the side where it kind of curls up sometimes when you use a can opener. And that way I can reuse it when I go to vacuum seal things. And um, I'm, I really like it. And I, I wanted to report back because I did um, get one for Christmas. And I like it a lot. I've used it probably a dozen times already. So people want them. The thing is, Vince, is check online. Um, they run anywhere. I've got mine for 7 And they've, I, I've seen them for 25 So I would just wait till you find them at, at a better price. Okay, so this is a stainless steel... Um, bent wire with a ratchet? Is that what this is? Um, I know we're going to a break. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good 
good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800 509 4492. 800 509 4492. That's 800 509 4492. USA News. I'm Tim Berg, former President Donald Trump appealed the Colorado Supreme Court's Without question, the Supreme Court has to hear it. When I hear that it's going to be uh, almost a month, though, until the hearing, and perhaps longer to the ruling, I'm concerned that even that's too long. I think there needs to be an emergency injunction to shut down any of the states that are wanting to do this. Millions along the East Coast are under a winter weather. Millions along the East Coast are under winter weather alerts this weekend. Forecasters say a storm will dump a mix of rain and snow in some cities like New York and Washington D.C. While Boston could get slammed with at least six inches of snow, while other parts of upstate New York could get over a foot of snow. This is USA News. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best, complete, nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. Airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. This can be sliding. Winner today is hot. Take my. When you go to these season, for two seconds Class is back in session. Turn up the volume. USAprepares.com with the original survival economist, Vincent Finelli. Kathy's with us here to tell us about a uh, mason jar opener. And there are a whole bunch of different styles, Kathy. What, what kind do you like? Do we have Kathy? We didn't lose Kathy, did we? <laughs> oh, oh, Van, I'm, I'm here. I'm sorry. Um, the letters that I have on mine are C-Y-D-W, and it's like a hard stainless steel uh, little tool, I guess. Um, I do see some online that are just like a little one that you sort of open, and those probably could have worked. I really, the only reason I got this one is because I have a friend who's a canner, and she likes this one. So this is the one she recommended. So I thought, well, it looked like it was good quality. But Does it they, have jaws? Does it have jaws that, that grab the outside uh, part of the, of the lid? How does this work? Is it like you squeeze it? Is it no? Is it, it lever? Looks, it looks it looks somewhat like a can opener. Okay. Um, it's got a little um, piece that juts out right in the center, and you you hit that underneath the lid, and then it's got little um, pieces that go up around the lid, and then when you pull up, it grabs the lid. But this little piece, it's only about maybe eighth inch, quarter inch that you hook underneath the lid so that when you go to lift it, you're not bending um, the lid up so that it you can reuse the lid. But like I said, I use mine for my freezer jam, and I use it for when I reuse my jar, my mason jars for all my dehydrating. And my other lids tended not to seal because if I bent it too much, you know, it just wouldn't hold the seal where... I like it for this because I had a few things that when I went to go use them again, I could tell that the lid was bent a little too much. Mm-hmm. So, okay, great. So it's, so it's like a can opener shape with, uh, that would uh, do less damage to the lid. That's great. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And on the other end, there is a can opener. So mm-hmm. uh, you can use it for that. So, 
Yeah, I do like it, though. So I just wanted to let people know in case you were looking for one. I didn't want to recommend it until I tried it myself. You know, Vince, yeah. I, I know we're supposed to get cold weather, and I wanted your thoughts on batteries and what you recommend. Um, I know of a situation where not too long ago um, a guy was driving, and I think his battery was like six years old, and I don't think he ever tried it and just died when he was on the expressway. And so I'm guessing that that was probably not smart to to drive a battery. I've always mm-hmm. heard it's right around three years old that yeah. you have to be concerned. But mm-hmm. what are your thoughts, Vince? Well, what we're seeing with... Uh, well, well let's, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to the 60s. It used to be that if you had a manual transmission, stick shift, and you had a battery that just would not crank the car over. Another vehicle could push you because the bumpers lined up, you know, chrome bumpers. You could push the vehicle, get it running about five miles an hour, put it in you know, third gear, top gear, and uh, have the ignition switch on and uh, pop the clutch, and the engine would turn over and you'd be running. Well, that's because there was not much in terms of electronics that was powered by the car battery. All you had to do was have enough voltage for the ignition coil to spark the spark plugs. That was pretty much it. Then the alternator or the generator would take over from there and uh, you know put current into the battery. Well, today, there's so many computers that are dependent on a constant voltage that batteries become really, really critical. And without a good um, battery, without a battery that can't hold uh, sufficient charge, the computers can't run properly. So you could literally um, have your engine quit while you're driving and turn your lights on and put a load on the battery, turn your air conditioner on or your heating system or your heated seats or your massaging seats or use the power windows or the power roof or, you know, uh, some device that has an electric motor that draws more current than uh, than the battery can produce, and, and the engine can start sputtering. Well, we've seen this, and the three-year, seems like three years is about all they go. You know, a good battery will last three years because the, the modern cars can't operate without a really good condition battery. Now, the batteries that, that uh, will not operate a modern car I'm talking about uh, 15 years old or newer than that, when I say modern. Uh, those batteries would be, would be fine in, in an older piece of equipment, but not a newer piece of equipment. So what we have is a battery tester. We have several of them. We have a digital one that, that will put a shunt across the, uh, across the terminals of the battery. It puts a load on it, and then it measures... Uh, the the cranking amps of the battery, and it will tell us with a with a number whether that battery is in good enough condition to operate a modern vehicle or not. We have another one that's an analog type. You can get it at uh, Harbor Freight Tools for about fifteen dollars, somewhere around there, maybe twenty. And it puts a resistive load like a, a toaster element, you know, for your kitchen toaster across the terminals and you press the switch and puts the load on it and then you read the voltage with the needle on the scale and that works great too and it will tell you whether the battery is you know good weak poor condition 
And uh, what we're finding is that the newer vehicles can't handle a battery that is somewhat less capacity than it should be. So what we do is we have uh, several desulfators. We probably have about six or seven of them. And we have at least that many battery chargers. And once a month, I'll put a battery desulfator across the terminals of a battery, car battery, truck battery, um, bulldozer battery, backhoe battery, tractor battery, all the, all the batteries that we have. And we have a lot of them because we have equipment here at the farm. And the desulfator will pulse um, high voltage. So maybe 60 to 70 volts. It will go bam, bam with a short pulse of a higher voltage in it, it shocks the battery such that it, it blasts off the sulfate on the lead plates, and it extends the life of the battery. It works really well. But we disconnect the battery from the equipment when we do that because we don't want to pulse 60 or 70 volts you know, on, uh, to a computer-powered car or truck. So those are some of the things that we do, and, and I literally keep the batteries charged um, I have, as I've mentioned in the past, I have many battery chargers in our barn, in our uh, automotive shop. They hang on the wall. And what I've done was I've taken 50-foot extension cords, the orange cords, and I've cut the ends off. And I've replaced the extension cord ends with battery cable clamps, you know, plus and minus, red and black. And then I... Uh, attach the other end to the battery charger. So I hang the battery charger on the wall right next to a receptacle, and I just drag the cord across the floor and connect the battery clamps to the vehicle that I want to charge the battery. So in the barn where we have a whole bunch of equipment, I will move the battery chargers every day. And the battery chargers are smart enough to charge the battery and when they need it. And if the battery is, becomes fully charged, then it will taper off and become a trickle charger just to maintain that charge. Because here's what happens. Um, if you have a computer-powered car with a computer for the engine control, climate control, headlights, windshield wipers, um, security system, radio, all that, all that um, computer-controlled equipment, drains the battery, drains it, drains it, drains it while the car is not being used. So if you have a car that is sitting, that battery will probably become drained within two weeks, go from full charge to dead in two weeks. And if that's the case and it's cold out and it's below freezing, the, the electrolyte will freeze. It will become like frozen water, and it will literally break the plates, the lead plates in the battery, and you can't put them back together. So it will buckle the plates because of the freezing, because of a discharged battery will freeze at 32 degrees Fahrenheit, same temperature as water. But a fully charged battery, you know, will go down way below zero, way, way, way below zero, and you probably won't be able to freeze a fully charged battery. But a weak battery will freeze. So you have to be cognizant of that and keep the battery charged. Otherwise, you'll be replacing the battery sooner than they need to be replaced. Even a brand-new battery, that has been discharged will freeze in below 32 degrees. So the idea is to keep them charged. So those are my thoughts about uh, car batteries. And, um, and you need a charger that, in, in my world, it needs to be at least 10 amperes. Uh, 10 amps or more would be uh, uh, worth looking at. So 
I like uh, battery chargers made by a company called Xantrex, X-A-N-T-R-E-X. I think they're top of the line. They last for years and years and years. And I've bought them on eBay used because you, you can spend $300 on a on a 20-amp battery charger or 10-amp battery charger, which is nuts. But you might be able to find one used for $50. That I'm okay with. So those are my thoughts about battery chargers. And there's, a, there's one that's made by um, Century, C-E-N-T-U-R-Y. They make welders, too. And it's a 1-amp, 6-slash-12-volt battery charger, but 1-amp. And that seems to have the ability to bring a really poor condition battery back to life. One that won't hold the charge, but is not physically damaged inside. One that does not have, one that was not frozen, but one that's just old. It seems to be that if you put this small one amp battery charger on it, you make sure you have the electrolyte topped off with distilled water, and you put this charger on it for a week, it seems to bring them back to life better than any other battery charger I've ever seen. Made by Century. C-E-N-T-U-R-Y. One amp. Um, any any other thoughts or questions you have about batteries, Kathy? Well, I do, Vince. Um, this is not my forte. You know, I watch my husband do all this stuff, and he does keep our, our equipment out in the barn. Um, like you said, he charges it and checks it and everything. But my question is, one question is, okay, let's say you have, um, a garage that is not not heated, but it doesn't get below freezing. But you had a vehicle or you some machinery that you didn't use all the time. Would you still have to put a charge on that, as opposed to being like out in a barn where you know it's going to it's not going to get frozen? Okay, you you were breaking up just a little bit. So the the question is, you have some equipment. Where is it inside or outside? Does it make a difference? Is that the question? Yeah, inside a garage. Like, let's say you have an attached garage, and you have maybe you have a car or you have a something in there that has a battery. Would you still have to um, have like a, yeah. a a trickle charge on that? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. And so, okay. so let, let's let's talk about let's be specific. So, are we talking about an old tractor that just has you know, nothing fancy, you know, a has uh, a starter and maybe a headlight switch or gasoline or diesel or a lawnmower? And we're talking about something, you know, riding lawnmower or are we talking about, you know, a late model car? What what is the equipment we're talking about? Or do you want to talk about all of it? Yeah, I would say both then, in case somebody's got that okay. situation. All right. All right, let's talk about that when we come back. We'll have about maybe 10 minutes, almost 10 minutes when we come back. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. 
to your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. whining only expert guests and seasoned opinions instruction that matters at the controls vincent finelli kathy's with us and she asked me a question about uh, batteries so so we're talking about um outside outside um let's say a, a, if you have a storage uh a roof 
uh, lean-to kind of roof, and you get your riding lawnmower out there, and it's electric start. Or you have um, a car that's outside in a carport, or you have a car that's inside, but a non-heated inside garage. So the way I see it, the temperature extremes will be greatest for a, a vehicle outside. A little bit less if it's under a carport. The temperature extremes won't be wild swings because the sun won't be beating on the car because it's protected by the carport or the overhead uh, overhang roof. But the cold temperature is what's really rough on a, on a car battery. Now, if you have an inside, uh, if you have a garage that is not heated, um, the temperature string swings won't be quite so wild either because you've got the massive heat sink of the floor, which could be dirt, gravel, concrete. So the temperature extremes are, and swings are, are not so great. But if the vehicle is going to be subject to below freezing temperatures, it doesn't really matter because if the battery is not fully charged, it, it will tend to freeze at uh, a temperature somewhere 32 degrees Fahrenheit or lower. So the bottom line is keep the battery charged. And I looked up that battery charger that we have, and it's old. It's got to be close to 40 years old, 4-0, and uh, at least 35. And the, it's made by Century, C-E-N-T-U-R-Y, and the model number is 87001, 87001. I just looked it up on eBay. It's a 1-ampere battery charger, $74.99 plus $15.80 shipping and handling. If you paid full retail for it when I bought mine, it was $19.99. There's another one that's available on eBay, and it's about 60 something dollars. I think it's $65 uh, with shipping included. But still outrageous for this little tiny battery charger. There's nothing special about it. There really isn't. It's just that it's made in the United States, and it's a better quality than the, you know, the cheap Chinese ones that you'd buy today. So bottom line is... Um, I keep the batteries charged, whether it be a, a riding lawnmower, you know, with a two-cylinder uh, Briggs & Stratton engine, you know, a little Cub Cadet, or a single-cylinder uh, Kohler engine Cub Cadet riding lawnmower, or a farm tractor, or a, uh, a pickup truck, whether it's diesel or gas or backhoe. I keep them charged, and I move the cables every few days in the winter so that I keep a battery charger on it, like at least, at the, at the least frequent, once a week, at least. And the problem is that these, these modern vehicles, if you have a modern car, it's going to drain the battery while you're sleeping. And we find, we find a number of our customers here at the shop um, require battery replacements because they don't drive their vehicles for two weeks, and then they go to start them, and the battery's dead, and it got cold out, and the battery froze, and now they need a new battery. So that's the kind of thing that's happening, and, and batteries are getting really, really expensive. I'm, I'm looking up right now the price of an AutoZone um, Group 24 battery. Uh, well, if you go to Amazon, it looks like it, it can cost you $200 or close to it. So I would say just keep the battery charged, and uh, if you have a modern battery charger, you know, something that's... Um, Less than, let's say, 40 years old, 40 years old and newer, it will, it will taper off. As the battery becomes more and more charged, the charging rate will, will decrease, 
and uh, you'll be just fine. So it's really, it's, it's critical to me to have a good condition battery because when you want to start your vehicle in the winter, it's the hardest on the battery because the battery uh, has the least amount of current when it's really cold. And the engine requires the most amount of current to start the engine when it's really, really cold. So it's a, it's a double whammy. And the a Group 24 battery, I'm looking it up right now, Duralast Gold, Group 24 battery, which would fit like a Chevrolet, $209.99. That's nuts. Because they used to be... $30, $36, you know, years ago, before uh, the Barry uh, Satoro administration decided we don't need any more lead refining companies in the United States. So batteries have gone almost up almost 10x since then. Almost 10x, maybe 8x. So I think it's real simple. Just have a battery charger and get one that, that's made by a, a reputable manufacturer. Kyle likes uh, Schumacher, and so do I. I like Xantrex, uh, Century, good companies, and I would get one. Any other quick questions, Kathy? No, Vince. That I, I guess the other thing is when it's really, really frigid cold, is it smart not to go anywhere if you don't have to? Absolutely. Absolutely. I I don't go anywhere. I don't have to, even when it's sunny (laughs) because of the other drivers. But but (laughs) uh, the other drivers, heck, it could be Tesla's on the road. You never know. But no, it's it's the other drivers that I'm I'm more concerned about because they don't seem to understand um, uh, traction. They don't understand road conditions. They don't understand the limited uh, capabilities that they have. And they just go out and exceed them and crash their vehicles. Yeah. Don't go out if you don't have to. Kathy, thank you so much. See you radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. <clears throat> okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.